When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night? Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We are ready to believe you. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 163, and it is the end of Kanman. No, 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 Sarah, we weren't harmonizing. <laughs> Too bad. You, you, you set up the stage for me, and I, I, I sang. Sarah's here, everybody. Hi! <laughs> Hi, I'm Stupid Awesome Man. This is John Starr. With me is the Hard Man with Hard Pains, AFLM. Hello. We have our King Baby Duck, Evan. Got each you on my dashes and winches. Security guy, Greg. Hola. Elite Four, Derek. Hey, howdy, hi. And we already said Sarah for Sarah again. Hi, also known as 42 Believer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we are at Anime Boston. We are actually in the Sheridan. We are uh, currently leaving Anime Boston. Yeah. Right yeah. now we are sitting in a hallway. Which I am feeling physically happy to do so. <laughs> I'm carrying so many bags. I know now what it feels like when my Skyrim character is over encumbered. <laughs> Hold it, you need a Lydia. <laughs> Bag of holding. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> we're recording in public, so if you hear weird things, there's nothing we can do about it. We're sorry. <laughs> Speaking of weird things, here comes some people. So this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, what happened at this con. We're going to be talking about how we felt, what we bought, all sorts of stuff. And then we are going to swiftly be going home and going to sleep. So, let's start with uh, always a general question. What did everybody think about this year's con? Pretty good! You know, I felt a little bit more relaxed wow. than past years. My voice cracked. Pretty good. <laughs> I liked it. I just thought I just thought that was an enthusiastic. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I kissed a girl and I liked it. <laughs> uh, usually, I end up hanging out with my friend Jennifer, but she didn't come this year. But I still had a lot of fun, even going solo. Yeah, which is a rarity because a lot of people can't have fun at a convention without a friend with them. Yeah, no. Sometimes it's it's like I want I want to focus on the stuff I want to focus on and not have to worry about someone else's mm-hmm. schedule or wants or needs. Well, that's how I, I felt in when I went to Japan. I was walking around Tokyo for a couple of days just by myself. 
I was like, I can spend as long as I want in every one of these stores, and I don't have to worry about anybody's feelings about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what I want to do. I can imagine cons are like that as well. Yeah. Really, really nice. So I think for me, I, I bought the most that I have in a really long time. All of it was movies, and then one of them was a really big purchase of mine, which was uh, a one thirty-fifth scale Iron Giants. <laughs> one thirty-fifth scale, and then it's still pretty freaking huge. Yeah, which would be like if you got a figurine and it was like either like a one fourth or one eighth size. Yes, yeah. the size of the Iron Giant. It's like it's like two two feet tall, maybe something like that. Yeah, it's, or just over. So it's pretty pretty good. Yeah. But I got a lot of movies. I got Nice Young Walk-On Girls, Silent Boys, uh, Perfect Blue. Re- oh, so we're talking about merchandise now. Let's just talk about merchandise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All kinds of movies. Uh, I picked up a lot of art books. Lots and lots and lots of art books. Oh, and I got commissions in the Artist Alley. That was great, because I may not like to buy prints from artists, because it's kind of like mass-produced of what they do, and I'm just like, that's good inspiration, but I don't want to buy one. But what I do like buying is custom custom things that are specifically for me from artists and I like to support independent artists. One of the girls that was there, she was super sweet, made this really awesome uh, like Square Enix concept art style artwork that I commissioned a few of my comic book characters for. And the reference that I gave her was my comic book artwork and she was just like, you drew this? I was like, yeah, I drew this. She's like, why are you asking for, for, for commissions? I was like, because I like to support independent artists and it's cool to see their, my characters in their art style. It's just like fair enough. So that was that was just a nice compliment because yeah. it's just like being also recognized as an artist as well, and so that was, that was fun. I uh, I went to the artist alley a little bit, but I only bought a enamel pin. Mm. I bought a patch, and I bought a Hisoka uh, keychain. Um, and then I bought a uh, Angel's Egg art book in the Artist Alley, and the guy threw in a free Gundam DVD with it. Oh, who was that, it? Otaku Joe. Otaku Joe Ota- 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 yeah. is the man. Yeah. And I, I, um, follow him on Facebook, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to figure out a good time to open up that can. It was really hey! Welcome, um, look, who's here, look who it is. Hello, Debbie Game Show host extraordinaire. Hello, hello, hello. Coming to join our podcast today. Apparently I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are now. Tough titty. Sit down. We were just talking about merchandise. Come on down. <laughs> um, and then I bought a Lolita t-shirt, and that was uh, about it um, for as far as the stuff I bought. Uh, for me, I actually found uh, quite some really cool things from shows that I've loved for a very long time. I found three little miniature plushies of the characters of Kokuri-san, Inugami, and Shigaraku from the anime Kokureko Kokuri-san. As a lot of people know, I have a huge plushie version of Kokuri-san that I'm probably one of the only people in America who has like this one. And I also found this little miniature figure uh, my favorite character from Love Hina, Kaola Sue, and this was like a really rare find, so I knew if I didn't buy it then and there, I would not have been able to find it anyplace else. Nice. Before we continue, we just want to note that we have a few guests joining us right now, as they just arrived. Uh, first we have... I'm Wicked Fan of the Mike, a.k.a. Megadaffy. That's right, Megadaffy was here and actually able to join us, and of course we have... Uh, I have Javier Kai and also Mike Sweeney with the game show staff here in Anime Boston and also Big Greg Center. Yeah! Oh, and uh, I should actually make a little point because uh, your Anime Boston president, Kristen Lading, actually used to be a member of the Boston Bash Brigade, went under the name Nenya, and was our Bruins girl. Oh, no kidding! <laughs> yeah. 
the more you know. We also <laughs> know technically the Boston Bass Brigade has taken over anime Boston. <laughs> we also want to point out that you are Sir Emperor of the 501st. Yes, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he gets chills down his back. <laughs> I can't do Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that, so now that you arrived, let's talk about the games. We'll talk about the game shows. Yes. Did everybody talk about your merch? Not yet. We'll go back to that. No, no, no. Finish the merch first. first finish the merch yeah. first? Okay. The one yeah, finish the subject. <laughs> All right. You want to go? Yeah, so uh, I actually got some really cool merch from uh, Debbie's game show, uh, Press Your Luck. <laughs> Um, <laughs> How much money did you win, Greg? <laughs> uh, I think I won in total like seventy-seven thousand dollars or something. It was like close that. to eighty thousand dollars. It was pretty, pretty, close it was pretty rad. Yeah. He's quitting his job next week. Pretty <laughs> 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 fantastic. Wish I could. <laughs> uh, I picked up some gift cards, a Leeson bobblehead. I got Bleach season two uh, DVD set, and I also got Naruto. That uh, Shippuden movie. Um, and I actually loved playing with my uh, with my competitors so much that I gave out some of my prizes because I don't need seven prizes. <laughs> and everybody, we just had a blast at um, Press Your Luck. And I really have to thank Debbie and his game team for inviting me up on stage or giving me the chance to come up and play. You know what it is? We love enthusiastic contestants because the more energy you give to the audience, the more they give back to you. Remember like a mantra, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what else? You got something else, though. I saw your hand go up during the auction. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was <laughs> able to win a tick. I'm not... Was, what did she call it? Ed, Edmund? It's literally a tick. We have to burn it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the... Uh, uh, it was a tick pop figure. And then yep. the uh, complete Edmund edition of the Tick, which is the original creator of the Tick, uh, a compilation of all of the creator, original creator's comics yeah, in one pack. Work. It was actually the pop figure that drew me in. I was like, I want that pop figure. And then when I paid $75 for it, I was like, oh, thank God it comes with a couple of them, too. <laughs> See, when I think of the Tick character, it's more like all I hear is, <laughs> or the leaves are done, tweet, da 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 tweet. Love that show. Good times. I love the 90s. Yes. Let's see, well, if anyone remembers me complaining from AAC last year, they'll note that the one thing I was looking for there and couldn't find was my Pokemon badge. So not only was I able to get my badge for coming to this con, I got my badge that I missed from the last con. And for anyone who doesn't know, every time I go to a con, one more Pokemon badge. So I got six. I'm getting close to there. Almost ready to play, face the final eight. Yes. <laughs> final, final, final four. Eight badges to go to the final four. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. What do I go by on this? <laughs> the Elite Four. Uh, the, the Elite Four. It's been a long time. It's been a really, really long time. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 For I, We've just passed March. Final Four happened with my yeah. Madness. And, uh, By the way, Patriots were here. Yeah. Yeah. I can't Speaking believe I missed them. Ball. Speaking of sports. Yes, yes, yes. another sports ball reference yeah. joke. I don't sports. We do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> the only sport I ever will be followed by like cheerleading. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot. Porn. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> I was just finishing your sentence. That's how close we are right now. We can finish each other's. Porn. Yeah. <laughs> 
is that your final answer? <laughs> Speaking of which, we should, now we can go into game shows uh, or and panel game shows and panels all together. Which, uh, Mike, we were at your millionaire show. Yes, yes. that was a lot of fun. Oh, we made yeah. history. Yeah, first time ever we had a million dollar winner at Anime Boston. Yes. yes. game for at Anime Boston. I brought it first to Anime Boston in 2010, mm -hmm. and I this is the 31st time I've ran it all together between this con and several other conventions, and um, we've come very close, but we finally broke the skin, and we finally got a top prize winner this year. It was really exciting. Can I ask you, what was the top prize if you got the million? Well, they could have picked a couple of different things. They, uh, they We had a couple of big DVD box sets. We also had smartphones to give away, too. Wow. They took the smartphones. Yep. Yeah. Even though they were a bit older smartphones, they're still worth a decent amount of money. Mm -hmm. So if they wanted, they could, obviously they could do whatever they want with them. So um, so yeah, it was it was definitely awesome. It was the first, It was such a exciting moment for us as a team as far as um, being able to have that happen and um, especially with the fact that again though those people that won yesterday those are the same people that exactly one year ago lost at the million dollar question <laughs> they've been vindicated so heartbreaking <laughs> but man I, I was sitting there for millionaire and it was just I wanted them to win so bad, and then they did. It was, it was just so incredibly exciting. Yes, that was so that was yep. like it, it's such a thrill. Like when you get to see like that's what like drives me to making more and more questions and bringing the show back to other conventions. It's just like the excitement that you get out of it. Mm -hmm. It's just I mean, even though the gameplay really hasn't changed in all the years that I've ran it, it's just one of those things where when you get to see their reaction as far as winning like a lot of good stuff. It just it keeps you motivated to keep on wanting to produce more content for that. Yeah, I agree. So it was awesome. Absolutely, it was awesome. We did a lot of games this past weekend, and I'm still feeling burned out from it. You know, tell me about it. Speaking of a lot of games, the other one was Deal or No Deal, and press your luck. <laughs> and uh, Friday, Friday here at Anime Boston, we ran uh, Deal or No Deal. This is actually the first time we have actually ever done Deal or No Deal at any convention, never mind Anime. Really? Oh, and uh, so we actually had we were able to find uh, volunteer cosplayers to be our briefcase models. So we actually had to tr I actually had to train them on how to open the briefcases properly. <laughs> And because we want to make sure you know everyone does it consistently, and we also I also choreographed the, the little entrance cue for them as well, you know, cheering the audience, greeting them while the, the music was playing. So I got to thank Mike here for actually being my music guy too for for that. So. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, was a, it was a it was tedious, but it was well worth it in the end. We had the, one contestant who was cosplaying as Jon Snow. He ended his game with a counteroffer of one hundred thousand dollars. He sold his case for that amount. And it turned out he had seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But yeah, but you know, but the, what we what we love about what I absolutely love about these uh, doing the show, these these shows, uh, it, all the game shows in all the conventions uh, that I've done the Dunman, it's the, uh, the the audience interaction because you know feeding off the energy of the audience and the contestants that also channels me as the host to keep going <laughs> to make it that more exciting. And that was definitely the case with Deal or No Deal, and um, and again, it was a very exciting game. And, was, and and also most of the cosplay models, 
also got to keep the briefcases. Oh, so, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's also, in a way, trying to think green. So instead of, you know, instead of paying 10 cents for a, a, for a plastic bag, just put everything in your briefcase, you know? Little, going a little green there. I could have used that for my merch this weekend. I would have been, I would have been one, of your, one of your models. Uh, <laughs> just, just for the briefcase. There's a very good chance that we may come back next year and do Deal or No Deal again. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the lookout for that next year. Sure. I know you can't see me, see, see me in uh, video here because it's a podcast, but I'm actually bald as well. So I guess I was cosplaying Howie Mandel. <laughs> Are you also a germaphobe? <laughs> you know that's the difference between me and him. I don't mind shaking hands. <laughs> I'll even shake your leg if you ask. <laughs> An intentional cosplay. <laughs> I just need to. I just need to have 26 models following me. Then. Yeah. All right. So uh, on Saturday we ran Press Your Luck, and this was the one, the game that Griff was involved with. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> I have to say, he was. I would have to say, you were probably one of the most excitable contestants that we've had on the show. Oh, thank you so what much. Did you, what did you say, Mike? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it was now, really fun. Now, you know, and, and I know most of you were able to see, you know, to see most of the game. So, uh, what I wanted to know was, what was it like for you guys to watch someone up there? Playing, you know, playing, you know, a classic game show with, you know, even with the slapping of the actual buzzers, you know. Well, so ultimately, I was there to root for Greg. Yeah. But watching the other players play, you you just wanted to root for everybody. Time like out, time was, out, time out, time out. Come on, Press Your Luck is the game show where you want people to lose. You want, <laughs> you want to see the whammy. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I just want everyone to win. Whammy is a dick, and I don't want to see that whammy. I know, I want that whammy every time. I wanted to know how much the Aston Martin was worth. Okay, so let me, let me so um, so on the board in in the in the final round we have prizes that some would consider to be game breakers, but not necessarily because we have multiple you know high dollar value prizes. So the, so one of the, the the most expensive prize on the board. Was uh, was it an Aston Martin which had a value of over one hundred ninety-five thousand oh, dollars? So, the guess in the audience that we had was like, it's only got to be like forty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> but Mike can attest to this. Uh, we were at another convention last year. We had a contestant actually land on that Aston Martin, and, and then, <laughs> and then, well. The most painful whammy that ever happened in the history of Press Your Luck that happened not too long afterwards. Yeah. It's never imagine, a painful whammy. Come on. Imagine, You're sick. You can imagine Devira's reaction when that happened. Oh, I shrieked in pure horror. <laughs> so, you just wanted to get rid of that Power Rangers DVD. I, I know. I'm, okay, so, yeah, for the, okay, I gotta explain that now. So, yeah. my top prize for all the game shows that we've done, you know, Deal or No Deal, if someone won the million dollars, and, you know, winning the million dollars. Uh, they would win the Power Rangers DVD. For uh, another version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire that we run, the top prize is, ten, is the $10 million level, so you have to answer all 15 questions correctly for that as well. And then in Press Your Luck, you, you have to, if you have to win the game, and your score must surpass $110,237. The reason why it's an exact amount, because that was the record of the biggest winner in the history of the show back in the 1980s. I think that was also, I think that was also the actual budget of the Power Rangers movie, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's priceless. It's priceless. But you know, but you know, that's, it's, it's been, 
We I started collecting. We started collecting the signatures for the Power Rangers DVD since 2013, and um, so that was our second year in in, in the con scene. And um, no one's won it. Some people have gotten really close, right? Yep. You know, again, had that person wanted wanted that convention, you know, if he didn't hit that whammy, the Aston Martin would have won it right there. And uh, but with uh, and then we had another person playing, you know, millionaire as well. He made it to the final question. He had no lifelines. He could have walked away. He uh, he could have walked away with some really really nice prizes and cash as well. And uh, he did and he didn't get in. He went for it and lost. Yeah. And, yeah. So it was it was tough though, but it was that was a tough loss though. But yesterday's game of pressure luck, wow, it was uh, <laughs> so high energy. Yeah. You know something? I couldn't even. It was so loud because, and I couldn't even hear myself speak. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know about you, Mike. But were you able? To, were you guys able to hear me speak on the microphone? Yeah. The, the energy was just so crazy yesterday. I think for all the shows that we did yesterday, it was just it was all. It was crazy, like how many people showed up to all the events that we did. Between Millionaire, Press Your Luck, I mean, Deal or No Deal. I also ran another game on Friday called Pass the Yen. Um, we did, and we did so many other events besides that. Um, that the other staff members we also helped out, and it's just, it was, it really. I've never felt more energy from an audience compared to this year. It was just absolutely unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Now, um, Greg, so I wanted to ask you as well. What was your when you were playing, because you ended up winning one game, so you got to stay for two games. Yep. So, um, what was your reaction when you, you know, when you realized that after the bloodbath of whammies in the first in the first game that you actually won? Holy shit! I have to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I expected literally to go up there and do like two or three spins, and then that was it. And the fact that I actually had the honor of winning and then having a chance to play again was just mind blowing. Yeah, and also in the first game, you also had to deal with the previous. You also had to play against the returning champion. He won two games in you know from the times that we've done it. Yeah. He's won two games and he's won um, over ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. Total, you know, is from his, between his two games, and now you right now you're the reigning champ, you're the current champ with seventy-seven or seventy-seven, seven yeah. in the high seventy thousands right there. It feels good. Well, you know, as, you know, as I said to you before, uh, you know, you can play up to, to a maximum of five games, and then. Or if your score, your overall score surpasses uh, two hundred and fifty thousand. So we keep us, we keep track of your scores. So, um, so uh, keep that in mind. If, should you find us at another convention, we are running. If we are running press your come find us. Definitely, I actually want to see you guys out now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say this too. It's just like we did so much this past weekend, like that. I'm still like completely burned out. Um, I really yesterday actually I was in. Let me think here. Was it yesterday or Friday? I think Friday. I was in that one room. Doing, we were doing game shows for almost six straight hours. So <laughs> you can imagine, like the fact that I really didn't actually get a chance to really explore the dealers' room all that much. I bought a few things, but nothing. I really, between that and RS Alley, I only checked out maybe like a, half of it at most, maybe three quarters of it if I got lucky. So and um, we celebrated with martinis after. <laughs> yes. Nice. With some really nice pineapple, uh, mandarin, mandarin orange pineapple martini. Ooh, ooh, that's delicious. I'm getting hungry and thirsty again. <laughs> you're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> so uh, we ourselves ha uh, had our own game show in the game show room as well. Oh yes. Uh, 
Friday night, we had the 18 plus game show, Who Cringe Last? Yes. Which we ran uh, very successfully. Yep, this is our third year doing it. Third year doing it. It's our premier blood and gore game show. Uh, third. Third. Third year? Yeah, it was third year. You weren't with us when we, when we did the first year. Okay. That's right. Yes. Just had to fact check there. Yeah. yeah, so it's our premier blood and gore game show uh, that we run, and... We go through five different rounds of gameplay, bringing up different contestants each time. People uh, win prizes in between. Uh, the winner of this year's Who Cringe Last was Professor Otaku. Yeah. Which, yeah, which Sarah brought along. Yeah, I was just like, hey, Prof, there's going to be a panel later. It's going to be in this room. You should just come by and join. It's going to be fun. And he's like, okay, I'll see you there. And I wasn't yeah. sure if I was actually going to see him there. And I didn't see him walk in, and I didn't even realize that he wasn't picked I um, until the end when he won. And he's like, by the way, I won. Here's my stack of everything. <laughs> I was not recognize him until I like saw his badge. It's like, it looks like him, but then I see the badge. Oh my god, first we're talking, right? Well, see that's, well, that's exactly how it was for me, too. It was like, like, uh, yeah, I'm Professor Otaku. That name sounds kind of familiar. Oh, yeah, I've been doing YouTube for 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, man, why are you at our panel? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you won. Like, yeah. <laughs> he shot us out a nice tweet afterwards. And they were like, hey, nice. nice wicked anime for running a really fun game show. And, know? Mike, you got to play, too. Yeah, I got to play, too. I almost made it to the end, but I lost on the tiebreaker. Yep. But, hey, yep. I walked away with a burn-up scramble DVD, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah, with our random prize bag for yeah. the... For the people who don't win, uh, yeah. that we still have yet to empty after like, <laughs> three to five. I have years to keep dragging it back and forth every <laughs> fucking <laughs> year. Giving away Swedish fish and sour patches. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that about I want to get once again want to give a very big shout out to Vertical Comics, Sentai Filmworks, Manga Gamer, and a company that refuses to be named yeah. for giving us the prizes, the big prizes this year, because yeah. they, those guys have always been amazing amazing to us, and they've been able to sweeten the pot with something bigger and better every single year. I'd like to thank Greg for taking very good photos of me during the uh, drying round. Oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so what we do is, uh, at the beginning of the show, we have everybody connect to uh, a Discord. Mm -hmm. uh, because we have a we have a voting round where people have to draw stuff. So basically, the judges take pictures right when the contestants are done drawing, and then everybody on the Discord votes for which picture uh, gets the like should win that round. Oh jeez! And so and so basically, we tally up all the votes on the Discord and we do it live. <laughs> like we do the voting live in the show, and it's just. <laughs> and now it's meme central there. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. There's been a bunch of people who stayed on the Discord and just start sending random pictures of their dogs or <laughs> other assorted inappropriate memes. I guess I'll be finding out when I get home because I don't have Discord on my phone. So yeah. Oh, I've been looking at that too. I've been seeing some of those. <laughs> oh, well, that's really good. We'll have to reroute them to the actual Wicked Anime Discord. We'll have to explain it to the rest of the Discord followers because yeah. Yeah, some of the pictures I drew like, you know, stick figures eating stick figures, shooting <laughs> yeah. dogs. That's right. My favorite part was making fun of all the artists. Yes. Oh, that sounds. <laughs> Jurassic Five in like Puerto Rico or somewhere. Oh, yeah. Jurassic uh, Park Five in Puerto Rico. Oh, Papua New Guinea. Actually. Oh, Papua New Guinea. Yeah. yeah. I thought Diablo Four was great. Yeah, Diablo Four is another good one. <laughs> um, 
our other panel, which was actually extremely successful uh, this weekend, which I was shocked about because <laughs> we were like last minute prepared for it because we kept changing stuff right up until the point where we walked in the doors. It was our waifu panel. Yeah, my, my, my waifu's not weird, the science and psychology of the character crush. Um, it was actually the best, I think, the best run through we've ever done with it. And we really got into, you know, interacting with the audience and we got big cheers at the end, which is. Moderately good, but made, made us feel good. Um, finally, uh, hardcore. Hardcore was fun for us. It was a quieter audience than we've ever had before. It, it, we, it was weird. It was, yeah. I, and it, I think it was because we had a big room. So hardcore is a very intimate show yeah. where we show clips of blood and gore and the most violent anime that's ever been created. Uh, but for some reason, when you put us in a big room, the audience gets separated out and the crowd mentality gets lost. Nobody wants to cheer, nobody wants to yell, but when you crush them together in a tiny room, everybody all of a sudden just is like, yeah! You know, yelling and screaming and... I like to put on the record that I did try to be like the one-man hype crew for the show. <laughs> you yeah. absolutely did. Yeah. But, uh, but I think hardcore... Uh, as it continues on each year, we should need to request one of the smaller, smaller rooms, yeah. smaller rooms for it, so that we can. Yeah. What's, what's how big is a is a what was the uh, what's the typical the typical number of people in? So I think the, the probably the best number for uh, of people, like the number that we get as an audience, or the number that like would be good for it. Both. Both. Um, typically, we get a, around I think 150, 150 people, and that's probably the, a good number. So, like, if you get a number or if have a room that's small enough to fit like 150 people, and you can get them close together, like in next sitting next to each other, if you force them to sit next to each other, you force that camaraderie on them to get them to get loud and obnoxious, and that's what we want out of this panel. And honestly, like, it's it, being the 18 plus panel that's not hentai, it's really hard to go up against those panels. Panels and we, like we could we could sell out and we could do that <laughs> we could do it but but that's not fun for us yeah, yeah. and it's you know because you throw those hentai panels and they have lines just around the corner around the corners. selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So what I'm passing around, I actually found a picture of that contestant from Pressure Luck, oh, oh, oh. our version of Pressure Luck, who landed on that Aston Martin. That was his initial reaction. It's like it's like priceless. It was priceless. <laughs> Can I get a photo of this? Huh? Can I get a photo of this? Yeah, 
Can I snap a photo of this? I, if you want, I can send it to. I can send a picture of it to Greg. Yeah, do that. Right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and Greg, you shared it around with us. Now, you, I, you guys live stream this through OBS, right? Uh, we record through OBS, and then, and then OBS. eventually we will put every, we'll put the raw footage together <laughs> with the OBS, and then we'll and then we'll upload, eventually upload it to you. So, are we going to see Greg on on an OBS recording at some point? We should be able to. Yeah, probably. Oh, you know, it all depends. Yeah. It, it all depends on how. Hey guys. Come on right out. Come on right through. It all depends Hi. on. Hello. Hi everybody. Bye. 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 See, I'm Asian. I can get away with suits. Bye bye. It's like whenever we go to a Thai restaurant, the Asian grandma who's in the kitchen. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> want high tea. Mm. Um, no, uh, that. So yeah. So what we normally do is, um, you know, Mike, you know, Mike would set up the would set up the camera so we get the raw footage of the of the contestants. Mm -hmm. And in the case of Crash Your Luck, and then we'll get, maybe get a wide shot of them, and then maybe a little bit of me in there as well. And then, um, and then we, and at the same time, we record OBS for we get footage of the board. Yes. And uh, which you saw on, on yesterday's show, you just saw the the the, uh, the background is just a, a, a basic black board, a black background yes. for the square for the board. Mm -hmm. So what I will do is I will go into I will go into Photoshop, you know, and get the, you know get the design of the board was that's supposed to be around it, like in the old school show back mm -hmm. in the eighties. Yep. You know, uh, and then stretch it up to to fit nineteen uh, to fit the nineteen the current HD standards. Well, and then um, and again, it looks again as you saw in the picture, that looks really really good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, actually, if you want to find more pictures of the, of, of, the, you know, of our shows and more footage of it, you can also find us on our on our Facebook page as well. So it's uh, Big Bucks Entertainment, and that's also you can also find that on YouTube, and then it also our little hashtag EBE Play. And um, yeah, and then you'll see you'll see all the stuff in the shows that we've done in the past, starting with our very first convention, Boston Comic Con 2012. Oh, okay. Wow. So you know, from all we try to record as many, again, as much footage from all the shows that we've done. We've done charity, we've done a charity, a charity fundraiser for a uh, local nonprofit uh, up in uh, the Lowell area mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. That was that was really nice. That was a really it was really good. It was a good cause, and. Um, you know, but we mainly stay in the you know we mainly stay in the convention circuit. Uh, Mike Mike Mike's, uh, Mike usually tends to stay more on the on the anime side mm -hmm. of you know of, of the conventions. But I will but I uh, stand more uh, stand more towards the Comic Con proper. Right. So. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So we've talked about uh, merch panels mm -hmm. uh, overall feelings. Uh, anything else we need to cover on this episode? Do you think? Um, I would say, because I was the only one here out of all of us who was here as press, me and uh, Derek were, well, representing Boston Bash Brigade, of course. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we had the opportunity to go see Miyavi live in concert, yes. which was much better this time around than the last time I saw him in concert. This time he actually played his own songs and didn't play DJ with his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on Miyavi? I thought it was really cool. He has um, he's got some nice little like bluesy riffs, and he almost like looks like he idolizes Jimi Hendrix sometimes with some of the riffs he does. Um, then there's the backup singers. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was gonna come up. <laughs> okay, so one of the girls, she was cool, you know, she like kind of jumped up and down, stuff, did her part. Then there was the other guy who looked like um, 
Let's just say he's been listening to Breaking Benjamin in his parents' basement since about 2003, and he's got his hair dyed neon pink, and he's just got this one move where he sways back and forth, and his fists kind of go up a little bit to the right and then back. back. It's like a hip thrust with scoliosis. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting you bring up the bluesy riffs, because when when I was in the interview, he was talking about how B.B. King and Buddy Guy like played a huge influence on the way he would play guitar. Yeah. So. It was cool. That was, uh, the dancing is not a trashing on the talent or anything like that. Like, the guy singing and stuff was cool too. It was just he literally did that one dance move for about 85% of the entire set. And then every now and then a chorus would come around and he'd do a little bit of head banging, but then right back to his hip sway. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the main thing I could focus on the whole time because it was like a gif in the background. <laughs> But the Avi show was great. Um, I had the opportunity to interview uh, Yoko Shimabura, who does the music for Kingdom Hearts and Street Fighter. She was super cool. Wow. And, like, she's so laid back, and she is a big gamer herself, but she does suck at video games. She wrote the music for Street Fighter? Yeah, uh, Guile's theme. Yeah, we were hoping that Guile's theme would show up somewhere along the line. You know, I... Giles theme goes with everything? Yep. <laughs> you know, I've always wondered if they, I was like, you know, who wrote the music for Vegas theme? That was my well, that, well, that's probably her, too. Yeah. Because she wrote all the soundtrack for Street Fighter 2. Yeah, she was talking about Street Fighter, the old, the, the old story. Yeah, old school Street, Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Yep, she's been doing it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and Kingdom Hearts, everything. Wow. She was really neat to talk to. Yuri Lowenthal. So I managed to actually get him excited about talking about an anime he did early 2000s and was the role that got, uh, got me introduced to him as a voice actor, yeah. Yuri Lowenthal. Um, Thanks so much for joining us. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. Sorry. Bye. Uh, um, and that was the role of uh, Haru in the show Rave Master. And apparently, he has a bunch of VHSs of episodes of Rave Master, Dove, that never aired on Toonami. So, myself and C.G. Mathis of uh, Toonami Faithful mm. suggested, hey, go down to uh, Discotech Media and tell them about this because they might be able to help bring this to light. And he and took that into consideration because he has all these videos and he wants people to see this, these episodes of Rave Master which have never been seen dubbed by anybody. As long as they still keep Real Big Fish. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Yes. We all agree that Real Big Fish had the best opening theme song. Best anime oh, opening yeah. ever. <laughs> uh, Carrie Edwards was great. Leia Clark was always fun to talk to. And I know I'm missing... Tara Sands? No, not Tara Sands. Tara Pratt? Let's see. I talked about Larry Yard, though. I said, Miyavi, Leia Clark. Uh, nope. All five. That nice. All okay. five. All right. No Michelle Ruff. Yeah, yeah, Michelle Ruff will be okay, next year. Okay, okay. Michelle Ruff said, uh, was canceled for this year, but she will be returning back. Yes, I know, Mike, you're probably a little bit bummed about that. I was sad about that, but hey, we got Yuri and Tara, so that kind of made yep. me feel better. It's like, yes, <laughs> I'm willing to meet them, too. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I did get to go to, actually, Brukowski's last night, and I was able to have drinks with Greg Gary, so that was a lot of fun. Nice. Oh, oh, nice. Well, actually, right down in this hall, he was dressed as a... Uh, uh, Poplio. Poplio. 
uh, talking to some of his uh, fans and everything. Like, this guy is legit the mayor of He Andrew waited Boston. outside for, like, several, like, like probably, like, 45 minutes just talking to the group of people that, that didn't leave after the panel was done mm-hmm. and signed all of their their autograph things and took selfies with all of them. That was just really nice. You know, he didn't was, have to. Yeah, and also, apparently, Dan, you know, you had the uh, New England Patriots here. Yep. How did I miss them? I just don't know how I missed that. Danny DeVito was here. <laughs> what? What? Danny DeVito was here this weekend. Danny yeah, DeVito? No, was. Danny DeVito. They just you know? played an AMV with his son on the closing <laughs> ceremonies. Yeah, he was here. He was here. He was here. No way. He was. I saw someone with a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito. A couple of my friends were able to take selfies with him in the lobby over the weekend. He was here. That's amazing. first. How did we miss all of this, Greg? I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure why, but he was he here. He was here for Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! Yeah. We've been... De- we cracked the code. I, I forget where they came up, but <laughs> Danny DeVito being Detective Pikachu has been a thing on Wicked Anime for I don't know how long. Is that a real thing? Apparently... No, it was a joke, but apparently he was, in fact thought about to do it instead of Ryan Reynolds. Mm. He the the wicked anime joke that almost was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but wow, I can't he was here? Oh my yeah, god. I'm actually trying to pull, uh, I was trying to look on my phone too. I couldn't find anything about it. Mm. That's awesome. Did he show up like a surprise guest? Because I think the Patriots were like a surprise, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah, the Patriots just came here just to have fun. Right. Yeah. And for those who don't know, it was the defense, some of the defensive line players. Mm-hmm. I can't remember all their names, but the only one that really stuck out was Dietrich Wise Jr. Adam Butler. And Adam Butler. Yep. Uh, they have an anime club on the New England Patriots, which is really cool. Yes. so yes. cool. I would have loved to have been able to give him some good suggestions to watch. Like, something different from the shonen anime. Yeah. All right, you've watched all the stuff here. You just won the game. Now to calm down, watch some laid-back camp. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right. So, cover guests now. What else yeah. we got? I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it. I think that's everything we need to cover for I had the uh, one panel that I went to, but turns out when they list a Magic the Gathering draft battle, is lasting for an hour. That's the setup. <laughs> so after I got past hour two of it, I realized that I had to get to the waifu panel, so I had to duck out quickly, but I did at least win a game. So yeah. Yay! Yay! And I also want to say a big congratulations to Greg here for winning, for winning Press Your Luck. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank Thank Greg. You. Twice. A two-time champion so far. Oh, so. thank you. Oh, yeah. That was, that was some of the most exciting yeah. stuff I'll, if, I'll if you end up uh, putting Mike's uh, audience footage on YouTube, you will see a very excited Wicked Anime crew standing yeah. up and yeah. cheering every See, time. I called you, see, before I, before I got to sit down in here, I called you, I called you guys the football bros. <laughs> awesome. I, I actually wanted to, I was telling John and Andrew uh, last night that of all the anime cons I've been to, that this year with Press Your Luck, that experience of being able to go on stage was hands down. This has probably been the best anime Boston I've ever had. And I have to thank you for giving me the opportunity <laughs> for Millionaire to actually on yeah. your show. Yeah, you know, and you know, especially for you know, I have a a very 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 very. Oh, oh what's <laughs> I have a very very. Sorry, easy 
boa. Whoa, some now I'm bestie. I actually have a very strong personal connection with who wants to be a millionaire because I was at, I was recently a contestant on the real show. Whoa, and, wow. um, you know, That's right. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so isn't uh, Terry Crews the host now of that? No, the current host is Chris Harrison uh, of The Bachelor. And uh-huh. uh, so, so they've got this. Yeah, so. Yeah, and but he's um, it was a wonderful experience, and also being a fan of that show for so many years to go to be full circle to go on to that show and then win money. It's was that your about you intro? Like you sat down with him and was like, "Tell me about yourself." And you say, "Like, well, I run like convention." And eventually, that did come up in the conversation. Good, the show. good, you yeah. deserve that. Yeah. And it started off with actually with my out with the outfit I wore. It was it was it was very it was my homage to the original host Regis Philbin. Uh-huh. So yeah. I think. <laughs> the famous dark suit, monochromatic shirt, and tie color combination. And, he, and the show picked it up. As soon as they saw me enter the studio, he was like, "This is going to be a fun game." Yeah. So, nice. and it was a very fun game. Uh, but it was, but it was a, for those who watched the, who did watch the show. It was an incredible emotional roller coaster for everyone, myself included. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right, fans. Uh, before we wrap up, we should make the mention of what they announced for the. Uh... In first. Okay. Okay. In first, then I'll go. Okay. Um, before we wrap up, I feel like we should mention about what the theme is next year. Oh yes, yeah. Bento in Boston. Bento in Boston. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I and Mike. Pull up my samurai. No, I just wanted to just. <laughs> if you don't mind me like shameless plugging you guys, I just wanted right. to say I really enjoyed definitely hanging out with you. Thanks for letting me on your uh, show here. Uh, most definitely, you're Thank a fan. You Thank you for signing like my rise to the North Star and Andrew WK. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for giving us the opportunity to sign something so prolific. Yeah. <laughs> so great to our show. Yes, and yeah, definitely bug, yeah, bugging the show, best show ever. <laughs> anyway, podcast on iTunes. Stop everything else, put them on, and bless you listening to them, and then keep going. <laughs> well, thanks so much. And yeah, definitely check out Rise to the North Star. Super awesome mm-hmm. band. Most definitely. And for signing off, can I do the sign off too? <laughs> oh, yes, of course you can. <laughs> so, if you guys want to join in our conversation, maybe you want to talk about conventions that you've been to, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where you can message us or look at our posts, our news, any other events that we'll be attending. You can also find us on nerdyshow.com, if that's where you're listening to this podcast right now. But you can also find this podcast anywhere else you listen to your podcast, maybe like Spotify or A Acast or Podchasers iTunes. or iTunes, as Mike just said. Mm. And of course, you can find our videos over at Wicked Anime, uh, YouTube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews mm-hmm. and our social media, which we mostly use Twitter. So you can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. And of course, there's the Discord, which uh, if you, the invites to the Discord are on the Facebook page. Um, Come chat with us and come to our meme cave over at discord.com. Evan. So, for the recent news, reviews, podcasts, episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bachelor Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you are in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast show, you can write to us at the Bastards at Boston Bastard Brigade. You can uh, follow me on Twitter and on the J-Pop Video Games and Anime Amino pages at KingBabyDuckESH. And you can like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bastard Brigade and on Facebook.com slash Land of Esh. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, Including the Electric Sisterhood, Fizzy Captain Review, and Smash Rook. And right. Leaf or Derek? Oh, 
Well, first, Mike, you want to plug something? Yeah, I'll plug myself. If Go you're interested it. in like, if you're interested in like following me for on Twitter for like, you know, Tommy Live tweets or whenever I finally post any PS video that I sent, ah, shoot off my PS4 into like YouTube or just any other random brain fart that I have, you can follow me on Twitter at Megadaffy2. Awesome. Uh, I believe Derek's next. Nope, not Oops, yet. Sorry. Derek, Derek. We're saving Derek for last. Yeah. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> uh, so you can find me most of the time in between my YouTube videos, and my YouTube is 42 Believer. Um, but just search 42 Believer, you can find me on YouTube. But if you want to find me in between videos, uh, it's at uh, 42 Believer on Twitter. Uh, that's the social media handle I use more than any of the other ones, so that's the most reliable way to get in contact with me. Um, and uh, I actually posted a video, uh, a vlog of day one of Anime Boss. And it's already up on my channel, so please right. go and give that a uh, check out. And the day two and three video will be up sometime in the next few days. Brad, awesome. Go. And also, you can find if you want to know more about the game shows that I run uh, in the convention scene, you can also find me on Facebook and on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram at Big Bucks Entertainment. And you can also find us at BBE, find us at BBE Play on Instagram. BBE Play on Facebook and Big Bucks Team on Twitter, and we, and also uh, Big Bucks Entertainment on YouTube. Derek, oh hey, ah oh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Elite for Derek, which I update all the time so frequently. I've done like three posts since this has been taking place. No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to be taking a trip lately. Uh, I've got my uh, passport and visa all set. I'm going to be filming Jurassic Five on the island of Papua New Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> As long as we can settle the contract for Diablo 4 first. <laughs> yes. And for those who don't know, you guys going to come to Who Cringe Last. That was fun as hell. And wait, Wednesday, we're getting a selfie right here. Yay! <laughs> All right, and with that, it is, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, for this last episode of Con Month for the Wicked Anime Podcast. It is time for us to sign off the only way we know how. Mike? Game Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.